We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Rebecca Corral. Here's what's happening. State Senator Scott Weiner tries again to end single-family zoning, adding some local control changes. KCBS's Margie Schaefer reports from Oakland, where SB 50 remains a controversial bill. Protesters interrupted bill author Scott Weiner and a number of SB 50 supporters on the steps of Oakland City Hall. California has a 3.5 million home shortage, and Weiner explains this legislation aims to change that. So what we're doing is opening up an enormous amount of land for affordable housing and apartment buildings, and, in, and that's why when the San Francisco Planning Department analyzed the bill, it concluded that SB 50 would lead to a big increase in affordable housing. This is an affordable housing bill. This bill has the support of Mayor Libby Schaaf, State Senator Nancy Skinner, and Assemblyman Ash Kolra, but protesters, including Moms for Housing co-founder Dominic Walker, disagree. No, we don't support SB 50. We, we don't need more housing. We need them to be affordable. There's not a scarcity of housing in Oakland. Moms for Housing claims there are four vacant homes for every one homeless person in Oakland. The amended bill allows for more flexibility allowing cities to create their own local plans. In Oakland, Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Meanwhile, one transit head who's eager to see housing built near transportation is the new head of the group that runs most of the Bay Area ferries. KCBS's Holly Kwan reports he's looking for the new decade to bring expanded service as far as Silicon Valley. Construction on the new San Francisco ferry building docks for the Oakland, Alameda and South San Francisco runs is just one of the projects under Jim Wonderman's watch. The Bay Area Council CEO was named head of WIDA, the Water Emergency Transportation Authority, which operates all the ferries except Larkspur Route. He says the three million riders they serve now could be 10 by decade's end. There are plans for routes to connect San Francisco to Treasure Island, Berkeley, possibly Martinez, and the group is studying the use of hovercraft to negotiate the shallow waters leading to the South Bay. He says ferries can't be just for commute hour travel and weekend recreation. Increasing frequency so people don't have to wait and they know that there's going to be a vessel uh, coming soon. Uh, so they don't need to memorize the schedule. And then having some mi- more uh, midday service so you know everyone knows if they need to get back in an unpl- you know, unplanned way you know that a boat is coming. So once you get that kind of reliability of service, then I think it becomes more attractive to you know, a whole new generation of potential riders. At the San Francisco Ferry Terminal, Holly Kwan, KCBS. The news that dozens of Iranians and Iranian-Americans were held at a Canada border crossing this past weekend has prompted accusations of profiling. And as KCBS's Keith Manconi reports, it's stoking fear among many people. Detained there for five hours. uh... Nega Chikmati, one of those stopped for questioning, recounting her experience in a video released by Washington Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. This is not normal. This is not some... This is... 
against law and against their rights. The news comes amid heightened tensions with Iran. Customs and Border Protection officials deny accusations that the reported stops and questioning were intended to target individuals of Iranian origin. Still, the news has unsettled many in the Iranian-American community. This is sort of like uh, triggering the travel ban era when even the Iranian-Americans were feeling unsafe to travel, not knowing if they can come back here again. Paris Scott, an immigration attorney with the San Jose-based PARS Equality Center, says so far it appears these were isolated incidents. But we are here to support anybody who gets detained. And they're conducting outreach to inform more people about their rights. In a statement, Customs and Border Protection said that the agency is operating with a, quote, enhanced posture at ports of entry, but blamed the lengthy wait times on high travel volume and low staffing. Keith Manconi, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS radio.